got a good word for you this morning. We've already given our text from Psalms 9, verses 9 and 10. I invite you to open your Bibles to Colossians chapter 1. And we're going to look at verses 12 through 14 here in a moment. But I'm here to tell you this morning that we are not subject to the times that we live in. We are not under the dominion of this world's system, nor are we under its influence. We are of another kingdom. We are from another place. Our citizenship is in heaven. Amen. And we are governed by another kingdom, another system, the kingdom of God. In Colossians 1 verse 12, it says, giving thanks to the Father which has made us able to be our partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. One writer said it like this, We gain this as an inheritance instead of earning it as a wage. Who has delivered us? Stop trying to be delivered and just get it and walk in it. Just flush the cigarettes down the toilet. Get rid of all the druggies in your life. Get rid of the loose woman or the loose man and get and walk in your deliverance. Amen. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us. That is, he has transferred us. He's carried us away. He's removed us from one place to another into the kingdom of his dear son. And so then what we need to do now that we are of another kingdom, we need to adjust our words our thoughts and our actions to this kingdom that we've been translated to. Otherwise, we will keep living in the dark. Kingdom talk, kingdom walk, kingdom thinking, kingdom actions, hallelujah. Kingdom words like, my God supplies my need. Kingdom words like, by His stripes I'm healed. Kingdom words like, I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and a love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Act like you are the righteousness of God in Christ. This kingdom is not a kingdom of guilt or condemnation. It's not a kingdom of fear and inferiority. It is the kingdom of righteousness. This kingdom that you've been brought into is not a kingdom of fear and worry and anxiety. But this kingdom that you and I are a part of, it is a kingdom of peace. This kingdom that we've been translated into is not a kingdom of sadness and depression and oppression. This kingdom is a kingdom of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So then we must get our minds renewed to the reality of the kingdom of God and who we are in this kingdom. In the Amplified Version of verse 13, that says, The Father has delivered us and drawn us to Himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness. We are not under the tyranny of Satan. We are not under His system. We are in the kingdom. The kingdom is in us. We are in a new system because the King of Kings is our King. Out of the control and dominion of darkness... And he's transferred you into the son of his love. One writer puts it like this. Now read it. Satan does not have any real power over us. His only weapons are deception and intimidation. But those who know the truth of this verse, that this verse is presenting, 
we have nothing to fear. How many of you know what the truth will do for you? Can I get a witness here today? Can I get a little participation in this household of faith? What will the truth do for you? The truth will set you free. The truth will make you free. And the truth will keep you free. Amen. One preacher said many years ago, if Satan cannot deceive you, he cannot defeat you. So arm yourself with the Word of God. Stay filled with the Spirit of God. And you'll know on the inside, when those lying thoughts come to your mind, those are foreign thoughts. I'll not be deceived by that thought, but I'll cast that thought down. Satan, you cannot deceive me. You cannot defeat me. I'm on the winning side. How about you? I'm on the victor's side. Peter says, I like this. You're a chosen people. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. A people belonging to God. That you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. You see, the Bible doesn't call us pop poppers. The Bible calls us kings and priests unto our God. Now this morning I've got a word for you, so let's pray. Father, I ask you to speak through my vocal cords. To think through my mind. May this word lodge deep within our hearts. And Lord, may we leave knowing that we are children of the King and that we are separated from this world's system. Father, all week long, let this word lodge deeply within our spirit. Eyes enlightened, spirits flooded with strength. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's talk for just a while about the separation effect. The separation effect that this kingdom has brought us into. So look with me at John 17, if you would, verses 13 through 17. Jesus separated me and separated you from this world's failing system. Notice with me in verse 13. And now I come to you and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. That's quite a statement right there. I have given them thy word, verse 14, and the world hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So don't be so upset if people in the world don't like you. Just get over it and love them anyway and bless them anyway and just be about your daddy's business. Amen. In verse 15, he says, I don't pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you would keep them from the evil. In other words, keep them from this evil world's system. Verse 16 says, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Say it with me, I'm not of this world. I'm separated from this world's system as Jesus was. Now, notice with me in verse 17. Would you read it with me, please? Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Sanctify them. In other words, there's a separation effect that the word of God can have on your life. If you'll be a real, real strong believer and stay in this word, this word has sanctifying power. It will separate you from the evils that are in this world. Now, the word sanctify 
It means to separate or to cut out away from. To separate or to cut out away from. So through this prayer, you have been cut out and separated from this world's failing system. You see, there's a higher law that trumps this law of sin and death. This law of sin and death is the worldly law that most people live by. But once you got born again and raised up together with Him and made to sit together with Him in heavenly places, another law went into effect. It is the law of the Spirit of life. And it's in Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus is in you. And it sets you free from the law of sin and death. Amen. Now, what we're going to speak about for these next few moments today. Now, I don't have a long word, but I've got a good word. And this word, if you chew on it and you feed on it, this word is going to make you happy, happy, happy. Amen. So come on, get your happy meal at church today. It's better than McDonald's any day of the week. How many remember in the book of Exodus that the Lord spoke to a man by the name of Moses and he had seen the affliction of his people and he said, I've heard their cry and he says, I have come down to help them and to show them mercy. And so God used a man by the name of Moses and the message was for Pharaoh was, let my... We can do a little bit better than that. Let my... Hallelujah, let my people go. And of course, Pharaoh was not the most intelligente person. We could say Pharaoh that was a dumkoff. It's muy stupido. Notice I got that right. Stupido, not do, though. Yes, yeah, hallelujah. So, if Pharaoh would not let the people go, there was going to be some serious consequences. And so I want to pick this up in Exodus 8, verse 21 through verse 23. He said, If you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies upon thee. That's nasty. (laughs) And upon thy servants and upon your people, in your house, in the house of the Egyptians, it will be full of swarms of flies and also the ground wherein they are. And he said, and I will sever. That word sever there means I will separate. This is from the King James Version. I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, come on, in which my people dwell. He says, I'm going to sever from the land of Egypt, from the land of Goshen, because the land of Goshen is where my people dwell. Now notice. To the end that you may know that I am the Lord your God in the midst of them. Not him God, but he's God. I thought we had a scripture up there. Somebody shout glory. Glory. Amen. God's so good to us. Now notice verse 23 if we can pull that up. And he says, and I will put a division between my people and your people, and tomorrow shall this sign be. 
He says, I'm going to sever. I'm going to pit a division between your people and my people. Now, did you wear your shouting clothes today? I looked this up in Strong's Concordance. I don't know much about Hebrew, homebrew, or any other kind of brew. But I can read a concordance. Notice what he said. The word division in the Hebrew is the same word as the word redemption. I'm going to say that again. I will put a division, I will put a wall of redemption between my people and your people. And you're going to see this sign tomorrow. Glory to God. All the plagues that came against the children of Israel didn't touch the children of God. Think about it. Their cattle didn't die. Hell didn't touch them. And there was light in the land of Goshen. I said there was light in the land of Goshen. Darkness was everywhere around them. The Egyptians were blinded. They couldn't see. But in the tent of the righteous, in this day and in this hour, there's going to be light. So, brothers and sisters, walk in the light as he is in the light. And apply the blood of the Lamb to your daily life. And you will see that you'll not be penetrated and you'll not be touched by evil. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand. But you that are citizens of my kingdom, I declare it will not come near you. Amen. Amen. So there's this, there's this wall of redemption. You may not be able to see it. In the natural realm. But you've been purchased by blood. And I believe that all around you. For those who will walk with God in these last days. There is a protection around you. It is the wall of redemption. For the redeemed of the Lord. I got a question for you today. What are the redeemed of the Lord supposed to say? I'm redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Amen. So how does this apply to us today? Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Now you could get something out of this today if you wouldn't be so haughty. Now I'm not speaking to all of you, but I'm speaking to some of you. I love you. But you could get something today if you would just get over who I am. Amen. And just open up your heart and receive the word of the Lord. Amen. In Galatians 3, 13 and 14, it says this. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He was made a curse for us. It's written. Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That you and I might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Say it with me. I've been separated. I've been cut away from. The curse of fear. The curse of sickness, the curse of lack, and the curse of debt. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you believe it? Well, if you do believe it and you act on it, the hand of the Lord is going to be revealed to you that believe the report. You see, without faith, a lot of things are impossible. Without faith, I can't please God. 
Our whole life should be in faith and by faith. The just are going to live in this day and in this hour. The way the just should be living is the just should be living by what? By confidence in Him and trust in Him. But you see, without faith, you can sit in this church for years and even decades, but if you never mix any faith with what's being said, it won't profit you anything. That's why I encourage you to open up your heart and say, yes, Lord, yes, that's me. That belongs to me. Amen? Without faith, you can't please Him. Without faith, it's impossible for you to live debt-free. Without faith, it's impossible for you to ever get off that medication. Without faith, it's impossible for your little ones and your loved ones that have gone astray to come back. But thank God you're not without faith. You've got faith on the inside of you that overcomes the world. And all things are possible. I said all things are possible. All things. He didn't say some things. He said that all things are possible to him that believe it. Are you facing some impossibilities? Know this, that you have a God with whom there is nothing impossible. And if you'll hook with Him and trust Him, He will make a way where there is no way. Woo! I mean, since the preach is in the house, I might as well preach. Hallelujah! Now listen very carefully. We're going to look at three illustrations today. And the word that I have is this. Same conditions, but different results. Same conditions, but different results. Say it with me. Same conditions, but different results. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 5 through 8 in the New Living Translation. This wall of redemption. This separation effect. Jeremiah 17 verses 5 through 8 said, Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert. They have no hope for their future, but they will live in the barren wilderness in an inhabited salty land. Doesn't sound good. But now listen, this is us. Here's the wall of redemption. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. Now what are they going to be like, Pastor? Well, they're going to be like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep in the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat, are worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Woo! Glory! Same condition, but different results. This person is you. You will not stop yielding fruit even in your old age. You'll be, a, you'll be full of sap. You'll be fat and flourishing. Hallelujah! Empowered to prosper in the courts of your God. Now notice when it says his leaf was green, the word in Hebrew means that he's literally entered into a state of prosperity and has become extremely successful. Hallelujah. Now I grew up 
in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's the twin city of St. Paul, Minnesota. Minneapolis is better than St. Paul because I grew up in Minneapolis. <laughs> You've heard of the Minnesota Twins. Well, I grew up there. Well, what state are you from? Naturally, I'm from the state of Minnesota. But spiritually, I'm from the state of prosperity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He shall enter in a state of prosperity and become extremely successful. Hallelujah. Again, the conditions were the same, but the results were different. How's it going to be in your life? You can make a determination how it's going to be in your life. You're a child of the king with kingdom power and kingdom dominion. He said, well, now, whatever you bind on earth, I'll back you up in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth, I'm going to back you up in heaven. Now, I know this for sure. There are some things in my life that have been shut down. But there's some other things that have been loosed. Hallelujah. Whatever ain't right, shut it down, bind it, prohibit it. Take the word, take the name, apply the blood. And whatever needs to be loosed, loose it. See, these are keys that God's given you. They're called the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say with me, I've got some keys. I've got keys. Now, the keys of the kingdom won't do you any more good than the natural keys in your pocket. If you were to leave this building today and go out in the parking lot and get on the hood of your car and say, I've got the keys to my car, and I believe fully that if I get in my car and put the key in the ignition and turn it and start driving, I'll be able to get somewhere. But you can stay there all day saying that. It's not till you get in the car, put the key in the ignition, and start driving that you're going to go somewhere. And God's given you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You can have them, but never use them. Say, well, now I'm using mine. Look at your neighbors. Are you using yours? Hallelujah. Here's another example. Luke chapter 6, verse 47 through 48. You getting anything today? Now notice this wall of separation. He said in verse 46 through 49, New King James Version, he said, whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on what? So who is this rock? Jesus is the rock. And is not Jesus... And the word one and the same. So we could say this. He built his house upon Jesus, the rock, who is the word of God. Now, it says when the flood arose, the flood has arisen several times in your life. The flood has arisen several times in my life. Amen. And the stream beat vehemently against that house. Amen. But notice this. But it could not shake it. These things have come against you with bad intentions. But I see you're still breathing. I see you're still alive. I see... And you can tell that we're all eating pretty good. Amen? We have entered a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Because it was founded upon a rock. Now listen. Faith 
is not just believing. Faith is an act. Faith and trust is acting on what you believe. So as you hear his word and mix faith with his word, your life will be firmly planted on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And listen, he said, as a result, the gates of hell are not going to prevail against it. Now, notice this wall of redemption once again. Here comes the wall of redemption in verse 49. But the one who hears the word and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. What's your point, pastor? The point is this. The storm was in the same neighborhood. Yet the results were quite different. I've got a question for you this morning. How many of you seriously want kingdom results? You want some kingdom results. Kingdom results. Well, he has given us the ability to walk in a higher place than what's down here below. We could coin it as this, kingdom dominion. Kingdom dominion. Amen. He said, when he made man in his own image, he said, let them have what? Dominion. Let them have dominion. We have been created in Christ Jesus for dominion, not to be dominated. We are, in fact, the head and not the tail. We are, what? Above and not beneath. We are blessed coming in and blessed going out. So this kingdom that you've been transferred into is really a part of your inheritance. This kingdom is among you, Jesus said. It is within you. And this kingdom, listen very carefully, this kingdom is not an outside in kingdom if I live from the outside in I'm going to get in the flesh like that what do you mean live from the outside if I'm living by what I see by what the circumstances say I'll fall apart this kingdom is not an outside in kingdom this kingdom that is in you that is among you that you've been transferred into it's an inside out kingdom this king of kings that is in your heart begins to work his will both to will and to do of his good pleasure effectually on the inside of you and as you meditate on who you are in christ and as you mix faith with what he's done for you these truths will begin to affect you from the inside out You know, I understand this, that healing starts from the inside out. You know, when we sing that song, there's a healer in the house. Well, we know that that's talking about there's a healer in the house of God. But did you know that you're the house of God? And that there's a healer in your house? Hallelujah. Put your hand on your stomach and say, there's a healer healer. in my house. My house house is the temple of God. And the Spirit of God, God. He dwells in me. me. 
Now, what is the Holy Spirit in you there for? Is he just hitchhiking a ride through life? Is he just there to take up space? No, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, he's in there to help you. He's in there to counsel you. But he's also there to strengthen you. I'm telling you what, I'm being strengthened right now. God is strengthening me in my spirit. God is strengthening me in my soul. God is strengthening me in my body. I declare by the word of the Lord that my youth is being renewed like the eagles. Somebody says, Pastor, you're 64 years old. You're going to retire when you're 65. Are you kidding me? At 65, I'm going to probably go out and run three or four miles and say, I'm not retiring. I'm refiring. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, you may retire from your natural job, but you never retire from your spiritual job. You never retire from your spiritual post. And everyone in this auditorium has a post. Come on. In the kingdom of God. You're a child of God. Carry yourself like a child of God. Do your job and do your duty with value and honor to the king. So he says, I'm just an usher. There ain't nothing about just an usher. You an usher. Well, I just work in the nursery. No, you work in the nursery. You're a child of the king. Hallelujah. Well, I just serve on the music team. Are you kidding me? You're a priest of God helping people get into the presence of God. How do we get off on that anyhow? Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not retiring. I'm refiring. Yeah, I know where we were. What's the Holy Spirit in you for? What's he there for? He's there to quicken you. He's there to quicken you. I love Romans 8, 11. It says, since the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead. Here's what he's going to do. He's going to quicken. He's going to make alive your mortal body. Woo, Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord, bathe every cell of our beings in your glory today. Come on, raise your hands. Lord, bathe me in your presence. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, may there be a quickening in our spirits, a quickening in our souls. May there be divine encouragement poured out through this whole church today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We take authority over the Itis brothers, arthritis, rheumatitis. In Jesus' name, demand you to take your hands off of King's kids. Thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. So, you can take great benefit from him living in you. Don't ignore him. Amen. You can't have a relationship with your husband if you're ignoring him. You can't have a relationship with a friend if you're ignoring him. Are you listening to me? Brenda and I have a rich relationship. Why? Because we talk to one another. And when Brenda talks, most of the time I listen. And you could probably say the same thing. But no. There's this communication. There's this back and forth. And the Bible talks about the communion with the Holy Spirit. He's living on the inside of you. 
One person preached years ago that the word Holy Ghost literally means also Holy Guest. You've got a Holy Guest living on the inside of you. You know what he wants to do? He not only wants to quicken you, but he wants to reveal some things to you. He wants to show you some things to come. He wants to show you where to invest and where not to invest. He wants to show you what ministry to hook up with. In other words, he's on the inside of us to lead us and to guide us into all the truth. Thank God, Brother Jim, for the Holy Ghost. The Spirit himself, the Scripture says, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Well, Pastor, how can I know what's the right way for me to go? How can I know the right direction? Just follow your seamer. Follow the witness on the inside of you. Follow the witness of the Holy Ghost. For you see, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. And the candle of the Lord, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord and searches all the inward parts of the belly. Amen. I believe that in 2015, some of you are about to bump into some glorious divine connections. I believe it. I believe it. Now, this is not, the Lord. This is not me speaking. This is the Lord. Now prepare for those connections. Make preparations in your heart by attending to my word and attending and communing with my spirit. Yea, lift up your voice and say, by the grace of God, I'm always in the right place at the right time. Decide this today and declare and decree it this morning and it shall be established unto you. And the favor of God and the glory of God in the divine appointments shall come your way and shall shine upon your way. For in the pathway of the righteous, there is life and there is no death. So I speak a word of life over each and every one of you. I prophesy divine connections. I prophesy connections. I prophesy promotions. And I declare increase and an empowerment. From on high to prosper. So sit not idly by and twiddle your thumbs and say, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? But rather raise your voice and raise your hands and rise up, saith the Lord, for I have said to possess the land. Be bold to lay hold of what I provided for you, and you will see this year be greater and better than ever before. I take it. I'm taking that. Are you taking that? I'm taking that. Say me too. Hallelujah. (laughs) The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. He who's begun a good work in you, he's going to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Oh, you're not anywhere, I'm not anywhere done, near done with you, saith the Lord. Oh, it's just now a new day and let the fun begin. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. I've saved the best of the best for the last. I've sanctified you and separated you and kept you for the last of the last days. These are the greatest days. These are the days to be alive. These are the days of my glory. These are the days of my power. So rejoice and be glad 
that great and glorious days are here to stay. Hallelujah! Woo! Glory, glory. Something good's going to happen to me. Today. Something good's going to happen to you, Paul. Today. Something good's going to happen. Not something bad. Bad comes from the devil. Good comes from God. Reject the bad and accept the good. Hallelujah. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, thank you, Lord. We're getting somewhere now. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things I believe that the Lord instructed us in is this. Prepare for those divine connections. By staying full of the Word and communing with the Holy Spirit and also saying something. Saying something, declaring, deciding, declaring, and decreeing. Say this with me. I'm always in the right place. I'm always in the right place. At the right time. At the right time. I, have I have favor with God, with God. and with man. And God's appointment book, God's appointment is, book. Open is open today. And here's what I have to say. I'll not miss it. I'll not be in the wrong place at the right time because I'm led by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now, what if you were to believe that and to say that outside of church when it didn't feel like it? Because all of our time basically is spent outside the church. It's what we say when we leave these premises that counts. Stop communing now with the spirit of this world. For the spirit of this world is much lower and the plan of this world is so low that you will never be able to rise above those things. But rather, come on up now and commune with me. Lay aside the weights and the sin which does so easily beset you. Come on up higher. I encourage you, I exhort you to draw near to me. As you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. And your past will be as if it never existed before. Because your future is so bright. If you could see what I could see... This building wouldn't be big enough to hold you. I see good things in store for you. Hallelujah. 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 Look at Luke 12, 32. Luke 12, 32. Hallelujah. Amplified, do not be seized with alarm and struck with fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you what? Jesus. Young's little translation says, fear not, little flock, because your Father did delight to give you the rain. He delighted to give you the rain, which means dominion. Rain means royal authority and kingdom dominion. And in closing today... I want us to shout about a verse of Scripture that's one of my favorites. I hope it's one of yours too. Look at Romans 5, verse 17 in the Amplified Version. This is so rich. Say it with me. This is my, this is my believing, day. believing day. 
And this is my receiving day. Now, before I read this verse, I want you all to say, I receive. Say it again. I receive. I'm bold to lay hold. Romans 5, 17 amplified those who receive God's overflowing grace and the free gift of righteousness, putting them into right standing with himself. They shall reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Did you enjoy having Dr. Price in church over the weekend? I can hear these words from decades ago from people that have mentored me, and there's been many. But one of the things that Dr. Price said, he used to be Fred in the 70s. Now he's apostle. Praise the Lord. Talk about promotion. But one of the things that Dr. Price said, you are either reigning in life or your life is reigning on you. Let's choose today. We're going to reign in life. Here's what I've learned since 1975 when I got saved. The one way, not the only way that we reign is by taking our place and using the authority that God has given us And a major key to reigning in life is through faith-filled words. For where the word of a king is. Come on, somebody. There is power. Amen. Let's stand up, everybody. Did you get anything out of this today? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You know what? Where the word of a king is, there is power. So, you know, before we go, let's just speak some words. You want to do that? I'm going to speak a blessing over you. But you just join your faith. Mix your faith with what's been taught. First of all, start by saying, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the word of God. I declare I'm in the kingdom of God. I'm in, I'm serving you, Lord. In this kingdom, there's blessing. I'm not under the law. I'm not under the world system. I'm part of the kingdom of God. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so blessed. I'm blessed of God. You can't curse whom God has blessed. I'm redeemed. I'm redeemed spirit. I'm redeemed soul. And I'm redeemed in my body. Thank you, Lord. Your hand is on me for good. Thank you. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord.